And now, The Fine Print with attorney Jen Rout. and welcome to the fine print with attorney jen route i am attorney jen route and with me as always is my financially savvy sidekick van needenthal more accurate than you might think <laughs> i i don't doubt that but how about with taxes uh no i'm terrible at taxes which is why i'm actually more savvy than you might think because i hired our guest today Yay! you like that you like <laughs> that that segue that's really nice Isn't i worked on that smooth? for literally zero seconds um <laughs> smooth. amy heck is here today to talk to us about all the things that you are probably terrified to ask about your own finances. <laughs> if you're anything like me and you suck at math and all the other stuff, then right. yeah. We so. are in the third quarter of the year, which means it's time to start planning and doing all of our end of year wrap up and all of the fun stuff that gets us life in order before next year. Right, Amy? Right. So Amy Heck with Romine CPAs out of Columbus. They have four offices. Three. Three. Three offices. I apparently can't count. That's why I'm an attorney. And not <laughs> That's a... why you hired an accountant. <laughs> right. That's exactly it. So, all right. Um, from a legal perspective, I always think it, the third quarter is the one of the best times to meet up with your team. So I think we've talked in here before about I think it's important to have your attorney, financial planner, accountant, insurance guy. Like, you know, you should touch base with them every so often third quarter is a great time to do that. So what should we be doing? <laughs> you should definitely meet with your financial planner, mm-hmm. your attorney, and your CPA during the th- third quarter of the year because you and can- And fourth. Sorry, and fourth. we're in the fourth quarter. Yes. <laughs> Beca- Just finished. <laughs> third. <laughs> because you can do so much planning during that time to save you taxes before April. Right. So, Okay. A lot of people think they have to have complicated finances or, you know, a lot going on to do tax planning. But what do you mean when you say planning to save you taxes? I mean, even if you just have a W-2 job, there's several things you can do to plan for your taxes. You could pay your real estate taxes a little bit in advance. Right. So in Franklin County, those come due in January. They are billed in December. But if you pay them in December, you can take them as a deduction. (gasps) Isn't that fun? That is fun. That is fun. Right. So I remember none of it, which is why I have an accountant. Right. But if you've had a big taxable year, you're, you know, you got that extra bonus, you got something extra, and you're just a standard W 2 employee, to pay those things extra could actually save you a big. Deal, right? Yes. And even if you have a retirement plan through your job, mm-hmm. you could still have a separate IRA if you oh. qualify and you can put money in there and that will save you taxes as well. Right. Hence why it's important to talk to both financial planner and CPA. Yeah. Get all that set up. Yep. Right? Yes. Okay. Well, what about, so let, let's talk more about our individuals. So real estate taxes potentially adding to a different kind of IRA outside of what you have in your employers. Anything else for them? Um, You can make charitable contributions. Oh, that's a big one. I love that one. Yep. Get rid of clothes. 
random furniture items that you don't need anymore. Do a little fall cleaning instead of spring cleaning. Yes. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, donations, you know, you're, we're going into the holidays, so supporting Toys for Tots or mm. the Byron Saunders Foundation, feeding families one meal at a time at Thanksgiving. Oh, that's a foundation I work on, just saying. Uh, it's, it's weird. It's almost like you know the log line. And, I know. And it's, it's weird. It's bizarre. And but we, <laughs> those are all charitable deductions. Yes, and we even have donation boxes for the Byron Saunders Foundation at all of our locations. How about that? This is How convenient. Like hyper convenient. <laughs> here <laughs> we've got this weird air going in the show i have to call attention to it to make it go away because it's freaking me out it's very showy and we're talking about everything like it's on e or something so can we put the kibosh on that right now <laughs> rather than yes. going back and re-recording yes please <laughs> okay good lord okay <laughs> all right so realistically as an individual with just a w-2 not pretty simple taxes we're looking at paying real estate taxes early. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we have. By the way, <laughs> welcome to Box Lane Media Studios here today, folks. Where uh, they're replacing my uh, air conditioning unit. Uh, it's it's quite outdated, and you can probably hear a lot of the power noises in the background of them tools wrenching things apart and that sort of thing they just said something collapsed a little while ago so you might hear that as sort of the texture of the show as it were right it would have been a good day to do a construction show but you know instead let's focus on taxes taxes so right. <laughs> so amy talk to us about construction for a minute <laughs> um well there's a thing called a hammer <laughs> got it and that's all she knows yes. perfect Perfect. Okay, so I have a question for you, Amy. Were you good at math when you were growing up? Yes, I was. Were you, did you get, like, straight A's in math? Like, what it, in high school, what did you go? What was the math you went through? Um, I went up through calculus. Calculus. Oh, my God. That was not well, my what did favorite. You, you did calculus as well, didn't you? I did. Uh, you guys are smarties. <laughs> I, I got through algebra, too, and then I found out I didn't have to pass it my senior year in order to graduate, and I was like, ah! So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I suck at math. Well, yeah. but you're much more creative. So, and Amy, yes. you've been practicing for how long? I have been in the accounting industry for four, and I've been a certified public accountant for three. Very yeah. nice. Very and just nice. defended some IRS audits. Ooh. So. Fun. Yeah. Right. You want to avoid that trouble by talking to Amy <laughs> first. Um, all yeah, right. When you do that, you do that with like guns and like, you know, spy equipment and stuff like that, right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> right. So, all right. Back to individuals, <laughs> charitable contributions, real estate taxes. If mm -hmm. you've had any major change of life event, mm -hmm. marriages, births, potentially deaths, so that drives inheritances. All of those things could affect your tax picture. So yes. talking to you now, you could remedy or maximize tax savings for April 15th, right? Yeah, and a lot of um, people think I can only need to talk to my accountant right when I'm getting my taxes done. But, I mean, when you bring your taxes in, there's not a lot we can do for you. No, it's kind of too late. Yes. You need to talk to us at the before the end of the year, and that's when we can really save you some money. Also, they get really lonely the rest of the year, too. They, it's No one goes and sees the accountants and, you know. Just... Well, I don't know, because now let's talk about business owners. Okay. And business owners, 
don't necessarily need to be huge companies. It could be a one-person show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds vaguely familiar. Maybe. Or they could have employees. And frankly, it's time-consuming doing books and remembering deadlines. And even if you remember the deadline, sometimes there's just stuff blowing up. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you're you're late, you've missed something, you don't know how to fix it, or you're getting a letter from some state agency and you're like, I don't know what you're asking. That's actually <laughs> happened to uh, my wife and I twice in the past couple months where we get some letter from some local tax agent, not agency, but like some, like a state or a federal or something, not, not a federal, but like a local or something like that. And it's like I read the thing, and I'm just like, I, these, I don't know what these words are. These are this is a different language, and I send it to Amy, and Amy makes it go away. So yes, if, she uh, does this, that. this is the layman's terms that I'm putting this into, folks. This is like literally. It, this is why you have an accountant. It's awesome. Right. She has a magic wand. Yes. No. Sometimes. Her magic wand is her brain, and it, it right. is filled with knowledge. Like yes. She so, went to like Hogwarts for numbers or something. It's right. it's awesome. <laughs> right. All right, so what are some things that you help people with, and especially as we're going in, as we are now in fourth quarter. Um, oh, my God, we are. We are in the fourth quarter. We just finished up the mm. third. I said it wrong earlier. No, no, I no, meant no. to say no, we're no, in the I'm fourth not, quarter. I, I just, it just, re, I just occurred to me that that's where we are. There was here. a light bulb that yeah, popped no. over his head. I just replaced them, too. They look <laughs> yeah, nice, right? They do look nice. <laughs> um so for business owners, now business owners, you could be a Beachbody fitness coach. It's your own business. You ha- you run Pampered Chef. You sell Lulu Row. Um, that that's a new one. I thought you were going to say lube for a second. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? I haven't heard of this one. Um, you uh, you know have your own law firm. You whatever your little company is, or what if you buy real estate? Real estate has a lot of stuff happening so what kind of things are you able to help people with and why is it important to at least consult the accountant before you make big mistakes um we help small business owners medium-sized business owners large business owners with planning one of our big things is we want to be proactive so we'll help you with bookkeeping because if your business is growing you don't have time to spend entering things into QuickBooks. You want to be growing your business. Fact. Yep. So we'll take that pressure off of you. We'll do it for you. Okay. What if you're a control freak and you still want to hold on to this, but realistically you need someone kind of checking you or guiding you on how to do it? Because the nature of your business, it's not like you just have certain monthly bills. You have stuff coming in and out all day long. So you have to constantly have transactions. We'll review your QuickBooks for you. We'll even host it on a cloud for you. That way you're not worrying about sending a QuickBooks file back and forth to us. We can log in, look, and see. It sincerely is a lot like magic. It's like we we do our thing, and Amy just gets the numbers, and... It's super easy. It's not like, I mean, the only times I ever call her is if I need to ask a question or something's gone horribly wrong, which has not happened yet. So, you know, and that would be on us, not on her. So, you know. Okay. So what should business owners, let's focus on small business owners or startups. Like, what are some of the things that they need to be considering this time of year 
and why they should talk to their accountant. Um, this is a good time of year to consider purchase, purchasing equipment. If you're planning on, you know, beginning of next year, purchasing some equipment, why not do it now? Because you'll get a tax write-off for that. You can write up, write off up to $500,000 in equipment. Right. So maybe even you should really be looking at it because what if you've had a bad year this year, but mm -hmm. you know that because you have some big things that are going to pay out December, January, but mm -hmm. most likely January, we might want to hold off on equipment because you're going to need the big tax deduction next year. Yep. Or you're going to need it this year because you've had a really good year and you need that bigger de tax deduction now. Mm -hmm. So it really goes into the financial health of the company, right? Yes. Okay. We'll look at cash flow with you okay. because that's a major issue. Let's talk about that because I think that's one of the biggest things that small business startups and owners struggle with is cash flow and the importance of cash flow and how to maintain positive cash flow. So what are the things you look at and generally advise on cash flow? Um, we look at... You know, we compare your expenses. You know, if your cell phone bill keeps going up and up and up, we can help you find a lower price. Right. That's one thing. Um, another thing we do is we'll look at your salary. If you're an S-Corp and this year you don't have that big a cash flow, we can adjust your salary to optimize the taxes on that. Okay, so that creates a savings, mm -hmm. so that way you're, there's less cash coming out of the company. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. Simple in and out. I mean, and, and honestly, if you're a small shop like, like us, like, you know, my, my salary is kind of irrelevant because all of the money kind of goes where it needs to go, like, right off the bat. I don't have a ton of overhead in that regard. You right. Know? So, you know, not all companies are structured that way, but, I mean, that's something to think about, especially if you're in your first, what, couple years? You know, I mean, that's a good time to start looking into that. I generally say your first five years are your critical years because a lot of companies don't make it past five, just statistically, especially if you're in a higher-risk uh, business field like restaurants. Yeah. They don't normally they, – they often don't make it five. Yeah. No, I, what is the – I've heard a stat recently where it's like – like three quarters of all restaurants that open close or yes. something like that. That may be inaccurate. I could look that up, but I'm lazy, not going to. Right. So if you're in a higher, the the higher or the more complex the business, the more you really need to have someone guiding you who knows what they're doing. Right. Um, but also just in general to have that person to throw ideas off of. You don't need to talk to them every day, but... To have that person to constantly ask questions. Yeah, really, don't talk to them every day. I mean, there's 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 a middle ground here, people. <laughs> you know. True. Um, <laughs> 9 a.m. Hey, Frank, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> but don't be scared to talk to us either. That's where the problems come along. That is always the problems. And sometimes it's not always a fear of talking to the accountant, but a fear of what they're going to tell you. I can attest to this. Or yeah. a fear of I didn't I messed this all up. And you don't want to admit My first you quarterly it meeting with Amy, I swear to God, I went in there thinking they're gonna tell me I can't keep doing this anymore. I thought for <laughs> sure that they're gonna be like, You need to stop, you know, and 
that obviously didn't happen. So it's, you know, it's, it, it is, it can be scary if you're not used to it. And, but mm-hmm. once you kind of see how it works and everything, it's awesome in every way. Right. Yeah. So let's talk tax structure for okay. businesses a little bit. Um, because I find that it's often in the fourth quarter we look to make some changes. Yes. Because we can, now we have three quarters of the year behind us and we can go, okay, I started this business and when you start a business, you normally do an LLC. Sometimes you choose other things, but you normally do a limited liability company. And the reason being, from a legal perspective, is it's very flexible. It gives you a lot of protections that a corporation does, but it's flexible with the taxes. So you can be a sole proprietor if there's only one of you. You can be a partnership for tax purposes if there's two of you. Um, or multi-member, you know, in general, partnership. Or you can go up to an S-corp. So for tax purposes, tell us about an S-corp and why that's beneficial. An S-corp is beneficial because it saves you a lot in self-employment tax. If you're an LLC, just single member, and you have a Schedule C, you can see that you're paying lots of taxes in self-employment tax. Gotcha, because that's kind of like at a higher rate, basically. Yes. So you're getting dinged for owning your own company. Yeah. And we don't like that. <laughs> so normally, if you're getting to about 40000 50000 in annual profit each mm-hmm. year, you could be saving $7,000 in taxes by switching to an S-Corp. Right. So that's always, I know when I meet with clients, that's always my... Uh, threshold question is how much money do you expect to make if they think they're going to make that then we'll set them up right off the bat as an s-corp if this is kind of a side thing that they don't think they're going to make that then we'll leave them as a sole proprietor but then i tell them and then we revisit it annually about this time of year are you at that 40 to fifty thousand dollar profit range because if you're headed that way we want to get it switched now. Yes. And some people think you have to wait till the next year to switch. You can do a late election and you can get switched over before the end of the year. Yes, you can. And that so, saves you okay, thousands. So what happens if you do that and things aren't as fruitful the next year and you make less than 50? Or you, do you keep the same tax structure? Yes. Okay. You stay as an S-Corp. And what happens with that is... As an S-Corp owner, you take an officer salary. That's how you pay in some Social Security and Medicare. Okay. Normally, we say about 30 to 40% of profit. Because okay. if you don't take anything, the IRS does not like that. Okay. So right. then that 60 to 70%, you're not paying Social Security and Medicare on. Hmm. So that's 15.3% of taxes that you're not paying. Hmm. Right. So especially for your younger business owners, yes, where Social Security may or may not be around for us when Probably we not. reach those ages. No. Um, we don't want to pay a lot into it. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's a little bitter. Um, so, I mean, for instance, if you were paying yourself, let's just say, $80,000 a year, You'd want to set your salary at much less than that. Yes, because if you're setting your payroll on your S-Corp really high, 
you're not saving taxes. Right. So, so how do you make up? I think that's the thing that most people don't understand. So, okay, instead of $80,000 a year, I'm paying myself $20,000 a year on salary. But I need eighty to live. So how do you make that up? You can take that as an owner distribution. And those owner distributions are not taxed again. Oh. Mm. Hence, you don't have the extra taxation. Yes. And you don't pay the Social Security and Medicare. Mm. So you can still get your 80000 in salary, mm-hmm. but only pay Social Security and Medicare on twenty. Right. Mm. That's how we creatively structure companies to save money. I like it. Right. Damn the man. That's what I always say. <laughs> well, so, can I ask a topical question? Yes. Do you understand the whole thing about Donald Trump's taxes? Like do, do, like how he has done what he's done? Is that I, I don't know. I don't quite understand it personally. The the rule, I guess that no. No? I, I don't know enough about his taxes. Yeah, I don't I either. Okay. I tried to ignore him. Okay, I didn't know if it was like a common rule <laughs> or anything like that. No, so, okay. Let's we ta- don't have to talk about Well, that we don't have to talk about <laughs> Trump, but let's talk about some other things that we do when you're owning multiple pieces of real estate, you have multiple companies, and that kind of thing. So, um, let's say you own two companies, and they complement each other. Okay. Okay. And then you own the building that both of those companies work out of. Okay. And then you own some investment real estate plus you own your house. Okay. Okay. So from a legal perspective, we want to create some protections. So we have company A, one LLC, Mm -hmm. company B, a second LLC. We have that building that they rent, Mm -hmm. a third LLC, and both company A and company B rent from company C okay. to pay the mortgage, and then anything extra goes into maintenance at capital improvements and additional profit to you, the owner. Gotcha. Then we put some of your other investment real estate, depending on what it is and however many LLCs we need to. It depends on the risk. Okay. Okay. So that's how we legally set that up. Now, for taxes, this is why it's important for your accountant and attorney to talk, because <laughs> either one of us can mess up a lot of things. Yep. So for taxes, we need to figure out how all of those are going to flow together. Okay. Sound about right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when you're looking at someone like Trump's taxes, he has companies in multiple states, countries. Right. There's a lot happening. Yeah. It's complicated. Right. It's not going to be a simple 1040. <laughs> right, right. Um, it, it's going to be complicated, and there's a lot happening. So that's why an accountant really needs to know your full picture because let's say you're, for instance, mom buys a house, but mom's old and mom's afraid that if she ever has to go into a nursing home, she's going to have to sell the house. Hmm. So she puts that property into an LLC and gifts her units to you, the child. Hmm. So now we have a family LLC. You own the house. You're not going to make any money off the house. Right. Because mom's rent to you is going to be to maintain the house and pay the real estate taxes and insurance on the house. Okay. Okay. But that affects your taxes eventually. Yeah. Because now what happens is when eventually you sell that house, 
you're going to have capital gains. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, capital gains tax is everyone's favorite tax. <laughs> okay. But it's, it's confusing for most people because they think, well, I sold this investment property for $100,000, so I have to pay tax on $100,000. But you don't mm. necessarily. Okay. So, <laughs> right. You don't have to pay tax on that 100000 You get to take off of that 100000 how much you paid for it. Oh. That's known as basis. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So what's your basis, your your investment in the property? Yes. Okay. Any capital improvements you've made can also go in that basis. Okay. As well as you get to take into account any expenses you have to sell the property. So if you hired a realtor, those realtor fees get included in there. Hmm. Right. Okay. Because the seller pays realtor fees, hmm. at least in central Ohio, for a real estate transaction on both the buyer and seller side. Hmm. So on a $100,000 property, you normally pay 6% of that in realis- realtor fees. Hmm. So it's a $6,000 wow. d- reduction yeah. on the amount you're paying in capital gains. Okay. All right. Makes sense. That's why when you go to a real estate closing, you always want two copies of your settlement statement because you keep one and then you give your accountant one. Ah, okay. Very important document. Yes, because there's other expenses on there that you can take as well because on your settlement statement, you pay a pro rata portion of the taxes for that year. Yes, you do. And you can take that as a deduction as well. Hmm. Okay, that's again in Ohio. So in Ohio, Ohio is special. We like to be special. We bill taxes in arrears. So the 2016 taxes that have accrued, the first half will get billed in December or January, depending on which county you're in, and then they're payable the following month. Five months later, we bill the second half of 2016 taxes in May or June of 2017, and they're due the month after, depending on your county. And that's called in arrears? You're billed in arrears because the taxes have accrued. You just like to say arrears. (laughs) I do. I do. I'll admit it. So, because... It's my job on this podcast. I have to do stuff like that. Yes, you do. Yeah. But a seller gives a credit to the buyer for the time that they have owned the house. So the taxes have accrued, but they're not yet due. Okay. Well, the buyer doesn't get to write that off. The seller does. Mm. So that's, a di- that's why buying real estate is what we consider a change-of-life event, because that's a big one that could affect your taxes. Um, another thing, if you're buying real estate, they have what's called prepaids. Okay, so prepaids. Like cell phones. Kind (laughs) of. So if you close in October and you're buying a house, you do the closing in October. Okay. Your first payment will be due December 1st. Okay. It will include all the taxes or interest that has accrued during October or November. Sorry, I'm messing up my month. So. Basically, you pay December 1st. It in- the payment includes everything that's accrued in November. Okay. It does not include the October interest mm. because the lender, being the lender and banks always get paid, <laughs> they take all the interest that will accrue in October up front as a prepaid, and that won't be included in your tax statement that they send you next year. Hmm. 
So you have to have that settlement statement because it averages between 8 and $30 a day hmm. for interest for that month. So if you're closing, today is early October. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we're closing in early October, you have almost a whole month worth of interest and it could total hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Hmm. That's a deduction, right? Yes. Nice. I so like deductions. Deductions are good. Yes. Okay. What about determining whether or not you're going to file joint, if you're married, single or jointly or married filing separately? When is a good time to do that analysis? Um, we usually do that analysis for all our clients mm -hmm. because um, usually a good time to do married filing separate is when you and your spouse's incomes are relatively similar. Okay. Why is that? Because, um, sorry, I, I caught you <laughs> off guard. So it really, I would assume it would depend on the situation, but if you're going to maximize tax deductions yeah. and you have similar incomes, yeah. you can break down your tax level, essentially. Yes. Um, like if your mortgage is in both of your names, you could switch your mortgage interest to the to your spouse and if they get a bigger benefit from it same with moving around your kids right because you can play around with basically you're playing around with the numbers to make the most of it yes or um the other time i've seen people do this is when they have gargantuan student loans yes and you're on income-based repayment just an observation. I mean, this is—it's all legal and everything, right? I mean, this yes, is yeah. This no, this no, isn't no. this isn't like you know. The tax here. This isn't like dope. gaming the system. This isn't like you know bringing you nope. know Dustin Hoffman into a casino or anything like that. I mean, this is this is like how you do this is to make it so you, it's the best benefit for you. And right. you know, I mean, mm -hmm. you still pay your taxes. I mean, everybody pays their well, not everybody, well, but, but you know. Think about it. So your wealthiest group of people in the u.s okay yeah they have a team of professionals behind them always yeah they have multiple attorneys they have tax specialists they have financial advisors they have insurance guys and everybody works as a team yeah to maximize building wealth right whether that's through tax savings and tax planning charitable giving charitable giving it feels all warm and fuzzy mm -hmm. often it is done to save taxes because mm. the charitable deduction knocks you down to a certain level and mm. then that allows you to save $10,000 on taxes. So let's remember when, oh, we're so happy, Taylor Swift gives so much money away, <laughs> warm and fuzzy, good yeah. for PR, huge tax breaks for sure. her. Sure, yeah. But that's all legal. Yeah. And the tax code is what? If you buy the book, it's like six inches thick. Yes, it's a very large book. <laughs> right. This is why we need accountants. And there's a new one every year, too. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And you've got a whole collection of them on your shelf right now, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. That's why accountants, as they progress in their career, have to get bigger and bigger offices. Because they run the out of the room for the books. Keep all the tax code books. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, I mean, that's all legal. And what Amy does is she gets into the details. Like, I talk generally. Yeah. I can't do – as a lawyer, lawyers yeah. are allowed to do taxes because yeah. it's law. 
Yeah. It's tax code. There right. are tax attorneys. I am yeah. not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're very fun people. I've met a few. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a couple. Okay. <laughs> I'm generalizing. Um, no, so, but it, I mean, like, you know, from an outside perspective, like, it almost, like, if you're not somebody who has an accountant and an attorney, which, I mean, is a pretty decent swath of right. the population. It's most population, but they yeah. should. Yeah, no, yeah, I totally agree, and that's that's the thing. It's like we're not trying. This isn't like you know business for people with businesses. So, I mean, no. this is like this is like your everyday thing. Like, look, I I know nothing about taxes. I'm terrible at it. I, I mean, I, I really, it's one of those like I I got Amy to do these things, and you know, I mean, we pay her for it, of course. But I mean, that's part of the way it works. If you don't know how to do it, find somebody who does and. Well, and how much time would you spend? Oh, my God. I mean, in, in like, based off of what my typical hourly rate is, you know, I mean, it would be a huge waste of time. And the amount of money it would have cost in just paying for my own time, I could have easily probably paid for Amy's several times over. Right. So it's, you know, so these things, they seem like they're dirty, underhanded tricks and, and on sort of like the, the topical level, but... You know, anybody has access to these things. Anybody does. It's not like this is, you know, some hidden, you know, skull and bones, you know, theory behind the you know, conspiracy theory or anything like that. This is this is how you do it. So right. hire somebody who knows and they can help you do it and save you a ton of money. I mean, you uh, right. the adage is, you know, hire a good accountant and they'll pay for themselves. And that's exactly it. Same thing with attorneys. Better to talk to them up front. Versus having them fix the problem on the back end. Yeah, exactly. It always costs more to fix. Yeah, it's it, so it's this is this is a smart planning. This is you being a smart person is going out and finding a good attorney, finding a good, you know, uh, accountant, and and the rest of the team. Go back and listen to our team building episode because that was a great source of information on a lot of the people you need to talk to. And out of that team, the two people that I mentioned is like lawyer and accountant are sitting in this room right here. So, I mean, this, this is literally my team. So yeah, it's, it's important to know. Great. I'd add marketing guy. If you're in a business, just saying, yes, (laughs) I do too. (laughs) He's awesome. Right. Yep. But it is important and it uh, really a good accountant. Actually, I don't know that I've ever sent in a, a client to Amy that ha- Amy hasn't saved them money on taxes. Like almost immediately. Like yeah. uh, everybody that I, else that I know that is a client of Amy's. And this isn't me just blowing smoke to, to be the, the PR guy or anything like that. Like literally s- instantly saved money on how we were doing things. Right. And I would caution just like, you know, any other business. There are some places that pop up really once a year. <laughs> January through April They usually 15th. put people in a weird foam suit out by the side of the road. Yes. And they look at you, f- your finances, for a minute. Yeah. And they are not, you know, it, it's their business model, and it's fine. It clearly works. But you don't have that relationship. You don't have that person to check in with. You don't have a year's worth of support. Yeah. And... Those are also not the ones that are taking the time to really ask you all the questions right. and to recreate your prior year's taxes right. and review them to make sure what was missed. Yeah. Because often, and I found this true with Amy too, I've sent her people and they go, oh, you you could have saved 
X, Y, and Z. Let's amend your returns from the prior year mm -hmm. because the next thing you know, that $2,000 they just got you back mm -hmm. pays for Amy plus you get money in your pocket yeah. and everybody wins. Yeah. yeah, and it's, I mean, as another example, I have throughout the course of this year gotten at least several checks from state, local, or federal government basically that are checks for us because we've overpaid in certain things. That feels awesome <laughs> to have money sort of appear out of nowhere because we paid too much. And that's good because it, it means you're doing it efficiently. And it's it, – it, yeah. So I, I, can't, I can't sing enough high praises about this. So, And re reviewing your prior years is an important thing. And a lot of accountants do not do that. And we'll review your prior year's taxes – for free. That's yeah. a big deal. It's a huge deal. Um, and if you think about it, that's kind of important because if you've had, for instance, with student loans, there are certain student loan credits or deductions you can only take so many times. Right. Okay. If you're going to a pop-up shop, as I will call them, mm -hmm. and they don't look at your last year's taxes, you could end up getting in trouble. Now, yeah. granted, you come back on them, but it's still right. a hassle right? because they miss that you've already done that earned income credit three times and you really can't do it again yeah. or, or whatever the tax credit is. That may not even be a real one anymore. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people think going to those pop-up shops, they're going to be cheaper. I'll mm. save money that way. I mean, really, they charge you more than we do <laughs> to yeah. get your taxes yeah. done. And they don't always do them correctly. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's in plus, like I said, like I get a letter from somebody at the IRS, which is the only way that they're going to contact you to buy the buy. To they, be clear. Yeah. Tons and tons of mail, no phone <laughs> yeah. calls. Yeah. Seriously, lots of mail. You'll get loads of mail, no phone calls, no emails, especially. And, you know, we'll get something. And literally all I do is go, I don't know what this is. Send it to Amy. She says, oh, it's this, blah, blah, blah. I'll take care of it. And then she takes care of it. It's awesome. And it yes. saves us money. And, yeah, it's, yeah, it do is. it. Find somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else that they should be looking for? We want to maximize IRA contributions. If we're having a good year, we want to other things that you can do to save yourself some taxes. Um, if you have rental properties or a business, a lot of people don't think. I can take the mileage that I'm driving oh. as a deduction yes. when you can. Especially a lot of people who have rental properties do not think about that. Hmm. It's true. If you're driving over there to repair something, yeah. you can take that mileage as a deduction. And I would rec recommend you just install Mile IQ on your, um, it's an app, but it's an IRS. I'm downloading that right now. An IRS compliant <laughs> mileage report, and you swipe left for personal right for business oh, and awesome. you can classify and then each month they can you can go log in and you get a pdf download of your personal miles versus your business miles and it tells you where all you went i'm doing it i'm getting it right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> just yep. saying it's yep. very handy that's fantastic and it's yeah. awesome because i was literally just about to say well if you're like me you're the guy who doesn't track his miles and then guesstimates you know right which, which isn't you know. good or another thing that i know they have advised certain clients under certain situations is maybe you don't want to take the mileage as a deduction personally 
maybe you want to reimburse yourself for mileage from the company at the IRS rate of 55 cents a mile or 54 cents a mile because that's not income to you. That's reimbursement. Yeah. But gas didn't cost you 54 cents a mile. Mm. But then the business gets the full tax deduction of 54 cents a mile. Huh. So you end up with more cash in your pocket and a bigger tax deduction for your company Everybody wins. <laughs> nobody wants that. Whatever that is, nobody wants that. That's ridiculous. Everybody wins. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it, literally like the more you learn about this stuff, the more you're like, why haven't I had an accountant since I was 18 years old? Right. Yeah. So We'd it's, all be better. Yep. Seriously. So. Yep. And I'll tell you, I did not hand certain things over as quickly as I should and then created a mess and then Amy had to clean it up. Because, you know, <laughs> that's how it happens. But, you you know, I know the tax law. She's I like, know when things do. She's like a numbers do. janitor of I sorts that. in that sense. <laughs> but for a control freak, sometimes that's hard to do. Yeah. And then you go, I'm really just making this worse because I'm busy. Yeah. And I don't have the time Yeah. Everyone thinks it's, a, it's something I'll just be able to do it myself and save myself the money. But, but it's on. not worth yeah, it. Yeah, no. And it's, it's you don't want to learn all of the tax laws you don't want to read the six page six inch book i mean you want to read you know you want to just attorneys don't want to read it either no no one wants to you know except for accountants and god bless them for it so amy said very little during this we've just complimented her the entire time this is awesome what a great episode (laughs) we're gonna have amy back and she'll she'll talk yes (laughs) instead of sitting here and agreeing yes yes i am wonderful yes Next time, we won't just to sit here and describe Amy the entire episode. It'll be fine. Any so. other final thoughts on Texas? <laughs> Amy, how can people actually get a hold of you? Um, you can get a hold of us through our website, www.romindcpas.com, or we recently launched our Facebook page. You can send us a message there, or you can call one of our offices. We have an office in Reynoldsburg, Pickerington, and Circleville. Now, that is local here in Columbus, Ohio, for all of our Netherlands fans out there. Right. Um, if you, the if Reynolds- you do, I, don't, I assume you don't do Netherlands taxes or anything like no, that. We no, we do not. We do. But if it's in fifty, all the 50 states, if yes. it's somebody in California, if you're listening, yeah. And we, they have a yeah. couple people that can handle some very difficult international things, because I've had to go to them for that, um, with some clients who had inheritances coming from Britain and business deals in the Middle East. Wow. And um, yes, that sounds like my that average business. Some yes. Red flags <laughs> when money's coming into the U.S. So you need someone who can be like, okay, we got this, and we need this type of person. It's normally a very high end attor- tax attorney who can handle some of that. But you got to have the right team to know because it gets yes. very messy. Yes. Yes, so we'll deal with taxes in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with that for you. if you ha- And we have everything cloud-based, so you could be in another state and send us documents securely. Yeah. You can do it from your phone or your iPad. Trust me, I do it. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So good. All right. Well, Amy, thanks for coming. I am looking forward to Ben's lawyer joke of the week. He makes fun of me every week. It's awesome. Um, But before we can go there, we have to do our housekeeping. So 
If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, suggest topics, or ask questions. Um, if you are already following us, thank you. We love you. You can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. We do lots of things up to and including putting out the fine print with Attorney General out every week. Uh, if you want to follow somebody on Twitter, you can follow me, not Jen. Jen does not do Twitter. No. Uh, I'm y- going to yell over the it. drill noise. I don't know if that's audible or not. But uh, mm-hmm. I am at the Almighty Ben on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow Boxland Media on Twitter. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, find us there. And, yeah, sharing is caring, folks. <laughs> If you are new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. If you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you would take a few minutes out of your very busy day, go over to iTunes, and then give us a nice rating and review us. It really helps us out with our, our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. It truly, sincerely does. Please, please, please go out, rate, review, hit like, all that stuff. It, it helps us a ton, and we would really, really appreciate it. Um, uh, finally, we would really, really like to thank everybody who listens. Um, I make a lot of jokes about our friends in the Netherlands and in Australia and stuff like that. But seriously, you, you keep listening every single week, and we really appreciate that. That's awesome. And uh, we're going to keep doing more cool stuff and having more cool guests in and that sort of thing. And more news and everything coming soon. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, let's see. Well, uh, you would like to hear this week's Lawyer Joke of the Week? I am just itching for it. Wow. Weird. You should have that checked out by a medical professional. Um, Next week. Doctors. (laughs) Um, Okay. How can you tell if it's really, really cold outside? I don't know. The lawyers all have their hands in their own pockets. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. All right, folks. Well, until next time, I'm Ben Needenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout, reminding you, as always, that ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. (laughs) Arrears. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media. Think big.